So today we are continuing with this wonderful life, faith, and business story of this successful businesswoman, Josiane Gomez, which we started this last, this past episode. So stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is a show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you do so, remember the Lord your God who enables you to thrive and be an agent of transformation for His kingdom's sake in your family, in your community, and in your city. I'm Bol Kiri, your host, and you can catch up on previous episodes of Thrive 1110 by going on the chri.ca website or you can go on the thrive1110.ca. That's thrive 1110.ca and as usual you can catch the podcast on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts etc. So this show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial. Bold Care Financial helps Christian entrepreneurs and professionals discern and take your next right step be it in finance or in business so you can avoid costly mistakes and be prepared for your approaching life transitions. As I was saying in introduction we are continuing with Josiane Gomez's story today, a story that took us from Ivory Coast where she was born, grew up as a kid in a very difficult situation where sometimes she didn't even have to eat and uh, God guided her uh, miraculously through sets of events and, um, and connected people to bring her here in Canada, in Montreal. And as she came here in Montreal, uh, her dream was obviously to study and be successful um, just like her auntie, you can go back and listen to it. I won't give all the details. But then she ended up having to work for five years before attempting going back to school. She didn't even finish primary school when she arrived here. But by God's miraculous hand, she was able to start university right away. So this is a story that we're continuing. And uh, welcome again, Josiane. Thank you for having me both. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, we, we can really hear this story because it is really blessing people. It is blessing me and it is blessing the people who are listening. I'm very sure of that. And the last time in the previous episode, we kind of ended where uh, you started university um, in HR, uh, but you realized that you didn't really um, feel alive in HR classes. Rather, you felt drawn towards accounting, even though it was challenging. And the professors even were failing people kind of I'm, I'm not going to say on purpose, but it looked almost like they were doing that on purpose just to 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 limit the type of people, like the number of people going into the accounting program. So by God's grace, not having finished primary school, here you are in your second year in university um, and you are heading towards accounting. Then what happens? So then uh, I... Uh, naturally decided to to stay in accounting and instead of uh, going to the HR yeah. so I made up my mind that's what I wanted to do and mm-hmm. funny enough uh, when I talked to my uh, aunt mm-hmm. that uh, you know fine I decided to go to accounting instead of majoring in the HR yeah. she was not surprised mm-hmm. she just told me uh, I knew it and I'm like you knew it how mm-hmm. come she said I knew that 
you know, accounting was what you want, uh, you would be doing because, uh, well, she was joking. She said my money, like the way I was handling money, yeah. uh, even when I was back home, that she knew that accounting was something natural for me. <laughs> <laughs> so she could even discern, by the way, you were dealing with money and yeah. numbers, that this was a strength of yours. And so she wasn't surprised you were in accounting. Yes. Wow. Okay. And so you continue in, in accounting. So how is that? Um, journey doing accounting like is that is that was that harder than you thought or how was that uh it was it was it was hard because again back to the fact that you know i didn't finish school so i was missing there was a gap yes there was grace of god and favor of god but it was gap uh, also for me uh to how to level uh, level up with the other students so i had to hire tutors and help me with that gaps and also make sure that i'm at the same level because I didn't want people to see that okay I have an handicap mm. uh, uh, compared to others. Mm. So yeah, it was it was it was uh, difficult, but with God's grace, I made it. Wow! Yeah. So <laughs> I'm still I'm still just amazed. So you haven't even seen like the type of math that that people see in high school and stuff, and here you are in your sec like from from there not finishing primary school, you're in university and accounting and you're faced with these challenges. Yes. So you had to work really hard yes. and, and, and do what it took, hiring people, yes. um, tutors to help you level up. Yes. And uh, wow. So can you can you tell us about about your, your like, did you have excellent grades and uh, how was that? Like, how was it and, 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 and how long did it take you to complete your accounting uh, 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 studies in university? So it took me the same time. And I think it, uh, throughout the whole program, I actually mm -hmm. failed just one class, uh, mm -hmm. which is the stats, uh, mm -hmm. obviously, because of, again, my the fact that I, I didn't finish my primary school, but mm -hmm. uh, it was good. Um, one thing is at the beginning, my grades were not at the level that I was expecting, but mm -hmm. after, uh, you know, putting more effort and also working very hard. I was in the dean's list and uh, doing well by the grace of God. Look yeah. at this. Yeah. What a wonderful uh, story. And so you finish university, you finish uh, your accounting. And uh, so, so when you finish your accounting, like in university like that in Sub Sudbury, are you automatically a CPA or something or how? how how does that happen? No, so you're not. So what I did was in my second year, well, actually getting to my third year, I actually got a job in a, um, a small to medium size uh, accounting firm in Sudbury. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they hired me as a co-op. Mm -hmm. And after my co-op, they decided to hired me in a full time. So even before graduating from mm. school, I already have a job mm. uh, waiting for me. And that's when I started doing my co-op. I knew because I didn't know, well, I was seeing the picture and everything about CPA, mm. but I wasn't paying real attention up until I started working in the, the, the firm. Mm. And on that, I knew, and I was, again, I, by God's grace, I was exposed to the CPA, the partners, the manager. So my dream became bigger because mm. I'm like, that's how I want to be. Mm. I want to be like them. So I knew already graduating that, okay, here's, I already have a job waiting for me and I want to pursue my CPA designation. Wow. Okay. So that's, that's, a, that's an entirely, entirely new journey. Yes. So you finish accounting in university. Uh, by God's grace, there's already a job waiting for you. Yeah. You start there and you are in admiration, like uh, 
with these CPAs yes. and partners and, uh, and, 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 and whatnot uh, in this firm. And you want to become like that. Yes. You, you want to be one of them. So you start your CPA journey. Yes. Can you tell us about that? So what did it take for you to become a CPA? Um, it is more kind of a double challenge than the <laughs> university. Um, obviously, because you have to pass uh, some exams, including the national exam, the exam that everyone takes in Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was a, uh, also a very challenging journey because I have to, uh, you know, failed like I failed a couple uh, courses mm -hmm. uh, but you know I wasn't discouraged well even if I was you know after mm -hmm. praying and everything uh, you know having the determination of going uh, pursuing my dream I wanted to get that so it, it wasn't a very uh, kind of a a nice journey mm -hmm. but it was worth it and I learned to that mm -hmm. I grew through that I uh, I think uh, I wouldn't be what I am mm -hmm. if it wasn't for that journey wow yeah. so so God led you through this uh, another hard journey. You are officially a CPA. It's been a while. You're officially a CPA, and uh, but I know you also you also did an MBA or something. Yes. So you're not only you're a CPA, but you're an MBA. Yes. So how did that? M so after the CPA, you decided I want to add MBA to this. How, <laughs> how did that happen? <laughs> yeah. Well, so when after I passed my exam, so the CPA, so you after passing all of the CPA. Mm -hmm. courses and the exam you have to now have this professional experience so while i was waiting for my professional experience mm -hmm. or hours uh you know i knew that you know if i want to do my mba uh you know it will take maybe two years instead of four years when you don't have a, uh you know your mm -hmm. core business degree mm -hmm. so uh, you know instead of waiting i decided to do that number one because you know again it's just two two years but mm -hmm. also i really wanted to be able to have the knowledge and the experience to help the entire mm -hmm. organization. That was my mindset. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to focus just on the accounting. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to look at the organization as a whole mm -hmm. and be able to solve all the problem across mm -hmm. the, the entire organization. And I knew that the MBA would be able to help me wow. do that. So you went from accounting to CPA and then MBA to be able to be the type of solution yes. to these organizations. And uh, and then I knew from there you came to Ottawa. Yes. From Sudbury, you came to Ottawa. So you started working for, uh, for you work for one of the big fours. Yes. Uh, can you tell us what, what these big fours are? And I don't know if you're allowed to say which one you work for or what, <laughs> but uh, can you tell us about your, your professional experience then after CPA and MBA and these yeah. things here? So after I wanted to uh, come to Ottawa, and yes, I I did actually when I applied, I didn't find a I applied um, you know to any accounting jobs, and and I found actually three firms. So the out of the three firms, two big four uh, actually offer me, but I decided to stay with KPMG. Mm -hmm. uh, which is one of the big four as well. And I worked there, you know, audits, accounting, and also tax. Mm -hmm. And it was a wonderful experience. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it's kind of a living of my uh, my professional yeah. experience because now you are exposed to more bigger clients yeah. uh, and also leadership type of role. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's really amazing. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> and... Now, we talked at the beginning that you are the founder and CEO of Zivo. So obviously, 
when you came here to Ottawa, um, like you mentioned, you didn't start with CIFO. So um, uh, you, you explained that you're now a believer. Having this relationship with Jesus is really what was carrying you through all of these years and challenges. So you are here in Ottawa and you are with KPMG and uh, other firms as well that you ended up joining uh, or non even non-profit organizations that you ended up uh, helping. But at one point, you decide that you want to create CIVO or that it's time that CIVO be born. Um, so I'd like you to tell us about that journey. But before that, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back after the quick break to hear the, the final part of Josian's story with how she went from uh, being in, in, in big corporate and big force, etc., to the successful business that she's leading now. So stay tuned. We'll take a short break and we'll be back. This show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial, helping you Christian entrepreneurs and professionals discern and take the next right step with your money and business so you can uncover your blind spots, avoid costly mistakes, and move forward with clarity, being prepared for your approaching goals and life transitions. Welcome back. So you've been listening uh, to Thrive 1110 and uh, we are hearing, we are listening to Josian Gomez's story. Josian is the founder and CEO of Zivo. Zivo is an outsourced um, online uh, finance team that serves non-profit organizations and charities. And um, Josian has been telling us all about how God has really guided her and, and blessed her in her uh, in her life through child from childhood to where she's at today. Now, um, Josian, can you share with us how, like what happens? Uh, maybe it's God who tells you that, maybe it, it comes from a dream. Something happens and you start thinking of creating, starting your own business. How, like, what happens in your mind, in your heart, before you even take the step to uh, create Sifo? Well, um, so after when I so after KPMG, actually, when I was at KPMG, I was I I wanted to move out of the public accounting firm mm -hmm. because that was my whole career experience. So I needed to I wanted to be able to work in the private sector and also the the public sector like the public accounting firm. So I decided to resign mm -hmm. and find another job, uh, you know, like a, a senior level job in a, a non for profit organization. And even at the public, uh, when I was working in the public accounting firm, I always wanted to focus just on uh, non-for-profit. So when it was like a natural for me and then waiting to go into the non-for-profit and working for the organization, I loved that. It was really uh, great. However, I started noticing what I was seeing even when I was the auditor. Mm -hmm. So the fact that non-for-profit organization, the, the lack of resources, mm -hmm. uh, of, you know, they have like a budget constraint mm -hmm. that doesn't allow them to have you know, professional like myself mm -hmm. to help them with the book. So it, it was kind of my mission back, uh, you know, back of my head. Mm -hmm. So, and then I was working but at the same time, my my dream was, you know, even back in at the university, I wanted to be a CFO, mm -hmm. and even the youngest CFO, uh, that was in my in the back of my head. So when I, the the one of the the non for profit that I was working for, it, um, which I really enjoyed because I was working for more than three organizations at the at the same time, managing that organization, mm -hmm. and someone approached me uh, for another job where I was like a CFO 
job. Mm. But because of the fact that that, you know, kind of triggered my dream that I had before, mm-hmm. I decided to resign from the the, mm. the the other position and started working for that that organization. Mm. And working there, uh, everything was great, great benefit, great salary. But I realized that I wasn't fulfilled. There was mm. something missing. Mm. And sometime I was going home uh, after a long day and then f- I, I felt empty. Mm. And I'm like, God, that's it. So you brought me here. I went through my whole journey mm. just to do this. Mm. So, you know, I, I knew there was something missing that I, you know, I wasn't at the end of my journey. Mm. And I started praying for that. Mm. And God started re- revealing to me that I needed to either go back, you know, maybe work for the public accounting for what I was alive because I was dealing with many organizations at the same time Mm -hmm. and feeling that I'm adding, you know, value or impacting them Mm. or work uh, opening my and my own firm Mm. so that was kind of uh, what i was Mm. Uh, it wasn't easy because um it was scary because and you know i'm like me like how am i going to open it like an accounting firm but i took the leap of faith and i believe and i decided to do that rather than going back because accounting yes with my both of my experience i knew that i can use Mm. my public accounting experience and use also my experience as cfo or controller and help these organizations wow and for for those of you listening and you're not familiar with uh with the uh, accounting or finance term of CFO, that simply means uh, chief financial Financial officer. Yeah. Um, So what does a CFO, what does a CFO do? Can you give, tell us briefly what a CFO does for an organization? So the CFO role actually is to help with the budget. Mm -hmm. So the CFO will see the entire organization, look for the budget, make Mm -hmm. sure that the the organization stayed on the budget Mm -hmm. or be even if they are above or below why and then help them with anything related to strategic, uh, you know, uh, plan Mm -hmm. and also the forecasting cash flow is number one you know, mm-hmm. kind of, uh, as they say, c- cash is the king. Uh, <laughs> yes, we are talking about non-for-profit organization, but without cash, they will not be able to fulfill their mission. Mm-hmm. So how we can help them have those cash, if they have a lot of cash, okay, can we uh, put that in maybe a short-term investment and instead of leaving that money idle in the mm-hmm. in the bank? So how can we help? So those are the things that the, the CFO will be able Absolutely. to help them, yeah, Absolutely. among many things. Wow. So a CFO is really a strategic thinker yes. in terms of numbers for, for non-profit organizations, yes. for charities, because that's what you're specializing into, non-profit organizations yes. and charity. You, you helped businesses at one point, but you, 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 you want, you're focusing really on non-profits and charities right now. Yes. Okay. So, okay. So you take this leap of faith to start CFO and, uh, and, uh, so how so okay you have a, a very decent salary and benefits and you decide to let go of all of that and really yeah just yeah take this leap of faith no salary no guaranteed income no nothing how do you feel and how do you go about that it was very challenging uh, at the beginning uh, because again like uh, uh, uh 
I didn't feel qualified for the call, if I might say. <laughs> and so much so that I decided, even though I felt strongly that it was the will of God, mm-hmm. I decided to do things on my own by, you know, taking just a little bite by bite, mm-hmm. uh, I might say, by, you know, going to my employer and saying, you know what, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not going to, I am going to resign, but not 100%. I can work three days and then the other two days I'm going to work for my firm and then everything. So it was kind of not trusting God 100% or believing that the the same God who told me to really do what he told me to do, he can, you know, take care of me and then just going, uh, you know, again, on not on my own, but maybe based on my previous experience and often what I was coming from, I'm like, mm-hmm. it may not be God telling me of this. So, yeah. Wow. So, so at the end, in the end, Sivu is born. Yes. And uh, and Zivo is here. And how is Zivo doing today? Zivo is doing very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very. So, uh, I, again, maybe you will say that if you really, really listen to God, and even though it might not make sense, because mm-hmm. my, so, my story of quitting my job and then really focus on non-for-profits, that was what God put on in my heart. But again, I, I was not sure mm-hmm. or maybe uh, the fact that I was scared, you know, to take that leap of faith to really believe I decided to do things uh, halfway through. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now that I fully surrender myself, I'm like, God, I want to do the thing, everything as you told me to do, Zivo is doing very well. Yeah. And, and, and uh, having, knowing you, obviously even outside of the shows, I can tell you listening that Zivo is, uh, Zivo is, a proof of God's grace, God's favor, when somebody really decides to trust God and uh, and uh, is really working in perfect alignment with what God would want them to do. Uh, Zibo saw exponential growth um, from uh, actually even from the start um, because of uh, uh, several things. And and I know talking with you um, um, before this show that uh, God used really providential people on your path to to like to really that things that weren't really pointing towards uh, uh, financial success uh, for Zipo, but you just followed the path yes. and, and 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 obeyed God in in connecting with key people and from there one thing leads to another and you're seeing the type of success that you're seeing today can you just share a bit about that um, as we transition towards the end of the episode today yeah so uh you're right uh Bold, because again uh through the through my relationship with god and also through through uh, the favor and grace of god uh god has allowed me to meet uh, people that I didn't even think about meeting, uh, that, you know, I, I met those people who are also in the same uh, area or same field as me. They have a firm. Mm-hmm. And with the, the mindset of serving them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, helping them with my experience and also, uh, m- you know, my designation and everything, it turned out that actually it was the plan of God because, so for instance, uh, now uh, Zivo started even serving uh, or will be started uh, serving uh, the U.S. market because, again, that provin- providential that you're referring to mm. uh, through the grace of God. Wow. So, yeah. C4 is actually in the in the North American, no, not just in Canada, yeah. 
but also serving U.S. nonprofits. Yes. And all of that really happens through you taking these little, um, like, maybe seemingly insignificant steps of connecting to people that are doing what you're doing yes and uh and that leads uh that leads you to where you are right now uh so we will transition to our let's get practical section uh so let's get practical bold let's get practical so Josian, out of this portion of story that you shared today is there any any things that you can say hey uh from what i shared today these are things that um, I can I can say. Hey, like you can take this and apply this to your life. Uh, what are these lessons, tips, insights that you want to share with uh, people listening today? So uh, I am going to go back to again having the relationship with God, yeah. but then maybe this time add mm-hmm. trust God hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, you know, God with his mercy, he's so merciful, has helped me. But again, I might be able to shorten my journey, mm-hmm. especially opening Zivo, mm-hmm. if I had listened or if I had trust God, mm-hmm. trusted God 100%, mm-hmm. which I didn't do because again, my... I was afraid. I was scared. I'm like, okay, is this really God talking to me to quit my job 100%? What am I going to do, right? And so those are the things. So listen to God. And if you feel strongly about uh, Him, you know, because you you know that small, still voice that speaks to us all the time, mm-hmm. I think taking the leap of faith because God will never f- forsake us, right? Mm-hmm. He said, for, you know, He said it. So He will provide. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would say uh, in term of living like a practical uh, yeah. uh tip yeah for 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 people listening and, and, and i would like to add this uh, to what Josian shared uh, god will prompt you to to give a call to someone to connect with someone even someone that might seem like a, a competitor yes uh, but but give a call to them you might never know how god will lead those conversations what are the needs of these people like you mentioned you reached out to them and uh you basically were in the posture of just wanting to serve them learn from them and serve them yes and it all led to you being here i i, I remember you sharing with me that uh, it is very possible that some of these people that you were actually admiring, uh, you, by God's grace, you are actually even ahead of them now. Yes. Not 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 like you're comparing, but just uh, to give thanks to God. Yes. And really appreciating what God can do in one's life if you trust Him, if you follow Him step by step. So um, that's um, the let's get practical uh, talk for today. So Josian, if if they want to get a hold of of you, if they want to learn more about Zivo again, can you share how they can do that? Yes, they can go on the Zivo's website. So our website is www.zivo.ca mm-hmm. or you know they can find me on LinkedIn, Josian Gomez LinkedIn. All right. Yeah. So. So zivo.ca, Z-I-V-O.ca, or Josian Gomez. Gomez is, how do you spell that? So G-O-M-E-Z. G-O-M-E-Z. So yeah. you can also find her on LinkedIn, Josian. Yeah. Like uh, that's... J-O... Uh, J-O-S-I-A-N-E. Yes. And Gomez. G- yeah. And, uh, and you can find her on LinkedIn uh, as well. So uh, thank you very much, Josian, for being here with us. Um, 
If you're listening, go out and do it. You can do it. It's in your hands. We'll support you. So take courage and do it. I know you can do it. And again, we were really blessed and honored to have you share this incredible story. We couldn't really go into all the details because of the time, but I, I believe people got really what God wanted them to get from um, you sharing this story. So tune in next week for another episode. And you've been listening to Thrive 1110. I'm Bol Kiri, your host. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.